Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome, welcome. Six minutes past 12 o'clock. It is on a chilly Thursday afternoon. And I say chilly, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, yes, we know it's winter. But I have been fortunate enough to be out the country for the past two weeks. Um, really, uh, I, I'm filled with so much gratitude that I was able to fly off uh, spending a couple of days in London. And then nine days, I attended a, a nine-day school. Um, someone that I admire. Maya greatly uh, by the name of Byron Katie has an incredible tool when it comes to working with thoughts in the mind. So I had nine days of, wow, mind opening stuff. And then, I mean, just two days ago, I was walking around in Madrid and it was 41 degrees. And then so to return to back to winter, well, it's sobering. I suppose that's the way to do it. But I've got to say that it's wonderful to be back. It's fabulous to be with you. We pre-recorded a whole lot of shows um, for you while I was away and I hope you enjoyed them there were so many inspiring guests as always um, and I hope that you really did enjoy that show I, I have to say that when I returned because I was away doing this course all my technology was off and I was very disconnected from what was happening around the world only to return to find out that my my hero, this man that I've loved and so have you um, for so many, many, many years, Johnny Clegg had passed away. And um, I've had wonderful opportunities to interview Johnny Clegg over the years. And all of the interviews were telephonic interviews. And uh, then I heard that he was putting on his final performance, um, a string of, of concerts, really his final performance. And my husband and I went and I treated us. I think we sat in the second row and... Oh, it was just breathtaking. So I was very excited when my producer, Lee Wolf, said, you know what, Nikki, I've organized an interview and you're actually going to interview Johnny Clegg um, one-on-one, face-to-face. And wow, I was just overwhelmed. You know, this was a, a, a dream come true. And I remember the morning of the interview sitting and working on this interview, so like, what do I, what do I prepare? Like, what are the kind of questions um, I asked Johnny Clegg? This is a man I admire. I've loved his music. It has meant so much to me. He, I've grown up with him. Like, well, how do I honor him? How do I do it? And I did research and I thought, okay, we'll go in this direction and that direction. And you know, the, the interview wasn't anything that I expected, um, because Johnny Clegg, um, I'm not going to say was, he is, because we, we will continue to hear his stories and his music, an extraordinary, extraordinary storyteller. And in this interview, and after the break, we're going to just play a little snippet of it, um, of part of the interview. He shared so much of his inner world. He shared stories of being a father, um, the advice that he gave Jesse Clegg, who's also a well-known South African artist. His mother, insights into his mother and what kind of a person she was and the impact that she had on him, that he never grew up knowing his father. Um, and, um, you know, his mother was Jewish, his father was not. And this is why the mother, his mother and father weren't able to be together, how he then tracked his father down and they built a relationship, how just all of these stories that, you know, it wasn't Johnny Clegg, the entertainer. It was 
Johnny Clegg, the storyteller. Um, I have actually posted on Facebook um, that interview, the podcast, and you can go to the Chai FM website, and I'm sure it's still on the Chai FM website. If you can, take a listen to it. You really get to hear a completely different side of Jenny, Johnny Clegg. I was overwhelmed. Um, his generosity of spirit, wow, just amazing. And that's the memory that I have. That's what I have in my mind, and that's what I have in my heart. But really very sad that such a legend has passed that he represented so much of, of, of this hopeful country when we were younger and we, you know, we were living in this dark apartheid period. So it's such sadness and obviously long t- life to his family. Um, there's a huge memorial taking place tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about that, but we're going to take a break. And then after it, just a couple of snippets from that interview. So it's about Johnny Clegg today. So a part of the show anyway. So don't go anywhere. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Ah, oh, the wonderful Johnny Clegg. Scatterlings of Africa. We are going to have a full hour show special with hopefully we'll be holding thumbs. Johnny's manager, friends, band members, um, and it'll be happening on the DL Link show soon. We'll keep you updated. Now, tomorrow, you know that a memorial is taking place. Um, so this is just a mini tribute, um, uh, remembering Johnny Clegg and, and the, the wonderful life of Johnny Clegg. So I mentioned this last conversation I had with him about his final tour. Uh, it was happened at the end of 2017. And my producer and I tried to extract a golden soundbite nugget from the conversation to play on air. But, you know, this entire hour is so magical and captivating. Because as I said before the break, he took me into an almost secretive world and behind the, the man, the Johnny Clegg, the entertainer. So his life and his upbringing and his family, his influences, aspirations, just everything. So we've put a little, little thing together. Um, you can get the full podcast. Um, I have, as I said, posted it on Facebook. Just look for Nikki Seberini or you can go to um, the Chai FM website um, and just look for that podcast. So um, here we have it. This, this conversation took place in November 2017. One day, Jesse found a book. I think it was 11. And it was a parenting book. And he said to me, are you reading this book? And I said, I said, yeah. What the one said, was? Are you, are you, are you learning how to be a dad? I said, yeah, well, I, you know, I, I never really had a dad, you know, I had a dad from when I was seven. He was my stepfather until I was 14, but I never knew my dad. And yeah, I just want to know what to expect. And I didn't know. So I bought the book and I said, says, but you, but you're an okay dad. Said, Why would you want to read up about being a dad? You know, so, um, he was, he was just, he was just, uh, Struck, you know, that, that mm. I would, I would be in, insecure in, in, in my, my role as father. As father. And, uh, I do have a, uh, you know, it is a, a major feature in my symbolic universe, I would say. When I was 21, I decided, you know, I've got to go and find this chap. And, um, I, through a whole set of procedures and process, I, I found, I, I discovered and I, I wrote to him. And, uh, I went, I, I took a six week, my six week December holiday as a student. I went to, to England and I spent two weeks with him. Um, he met me at Heathrow and he was living where I was born, uh, in, Gee. in Rochdale. <laughs> and then I discovered that my grandfather was the mayor of Rochdale. It was a hard, it was a difficult thing and we slowly started to build up a relationship. And, uh, when I did well, um, later with Savuka, 
um, you know, I had enough money to fly him out, and every, every he would come out with his uh, his new wife. Uh, he never had any other children. I was his only offspring, mm. uh, and uh, and I got a different uh, a different complexion on what happened uh, from my mom's version. So well, there are three sides. Uh, there are always three, always sides. three yeah, sides. Yeah, exactly. I always, I always, I, I would always choke up in a movie when I was eighteen or nineteen when there was a father son moment. Mm. Uh, it would get to me, and I never knew what it was. Mm. I, I was absolutely. I had no armor. I was, I was just, I was just, um, I was just jelly in, in those moments. I couldn't, and when they fought, and when I saw them not getting on, or, or even, or even when they discovered each other again in, in, in a movie or, or a TV series, yeah. you know, it would have a profound impact on me. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it, it was just a very, very, I mean, I, Jesse made a speech, uh, on the opening, of the of the Monte Casino, uh, we had a special dinner, um, and he just made an he, he made an impromptu, impromptu speech to me, and and in that moment I became a father. It was an, an amazing moment for what me. What was it? What did he say? He said the most amazing things about how he grew up and how he saw me and the impact I had, um, and how fortunate he was to have been born. Uh, at the time that he was, you know, in the family that he was, and having having you know me as a as a as a kind of a chaperone, you know, um, uh, I, I, it was just a very it was unrehearsed uh, and it was actually not required, and he he just did it, and uh, I had all my buddies were around, you know, tables we we sold tables, and it was just for me. Uh, was he just holding up a mirror? You know, for I you just, to just acknowledge because yeah, after the book, yeah, parenting, yeah, and here he is yeah, standing up yeah, and he's telling you yeah, what a parent so it was you just are. A, wow, it was just a wonderful moment. So, mm. uh, fathers and sons, uh, I've, I've written about it in, in, in songs, and it's uh, it's um, an important part of my autobiography, which I'm busy writing at the moment. Um, and in a in a very important respect, when I was 15, the Zulu male warrior culture. Uh, was a very important um, stabilizing influence for me as mm. a male, mm. as a young man. Mm. Yeah, young boys of sixteen are, are, are you know, they've got you all these. Because you need a mentor. You absolutely. need that, yeah, that you father, need that, that yeah. male figure you know, in your life. So I, I joined a gang. Yeah, I joined a gang of Zulu war dancers. Yeah. You know, I, wow. I was I was part of that, and uh, it was a in fantastic. In the hostels, yes. I mean, wow. Yeah, so it was a, a fantastic uh, experience for me, and they and they they said things about. They knew things about masculinity. They knew things about being a man. Mm. They knew how men overcome, um, you know, uh, obstacles and, 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 and ad- adversities. So, and this was in their proverbs and in their songs. Going on this journey with you, I feel like I've been by your side going back to when your mother first fell in love with your father and the journey that then followed. You are a wonderful, wonderful storyteller. But I'm going to have to take you all the way back because we've gone off. And my memory is not very good. It's not good. But there's one tangent I am aware we went off on. And that was watching you that final tour. I sat third row from the front. It was the greatest gift I gave to myself and to my husband. And I had tears in my eyes the whole way because of the journey that you took us on. 
And seeing, yes, seeing you, only because I had interviewed Jesse, and I remember that so yeah, clearly, and yeah. seeing you on stage with Jesse, and what a magnificent song. And more people have to listen to that song, John. Yeah, well, you know, I said to oh, him, I said, yes, you know, this is, this is my last one. Uh, we've written that song. Yeah. Yeah, we wrote the song in the studio, on my, you know, and, and I said, Let's play it. We have run out of time, Johnny Clegg. What an extraordinary hour it has been. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Thank you for taking us into a part of your life that I hadn't visited before. Thank you for your beautiful music, for the stories, for everything. You have touched us so very, very, very deeply. And we love you very, very much. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And thank you so much for listening. I hope that you were as moved as I was. During this show, as I said, this is my Everest. I don't know where I'm going to from here. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. So those were just a few little snippets from the conversation that I had with uh, Johnny Clegg. Oh, very, very sad. Um, if you want to hear the full interview, um, not not a sad interview. I'm, I'm just so sad that he has passed. Um, if you want to hear that full interview, you can go to just go to Nikki Seberini on Facebook and also the Chayef M page. I, I posted it, reposted it this morning, um, but you will find it under the podcast for the DL Link show. Um, so as I mentioned, and I'm sure that you've been hearing um, on all types of media that um, there is going to be a memorial taking place tomorrow, um, and this. Is is um, just so that fans really can can pay their last respects to to Johnny Clegg. So it's happening um, at 12:30 at the Santon Convention Centre, which is 161 Maud Street, Santon, Johannesburg. And the admission to the memorial service is free, but you had to reserve seats. Now I'm not sure if there are any seats available or not. Perhaps you can let me know if you have tried, if you did get or if you didn't get. It was about going to CompuTicket um, uh, from last Sunday already. Um, and um, the, that you could go and get those tickets and attend the memorial. So um, I'm going to try and, and go for a while. Um, I'll, I'll keep you updated if I do. I'll let you know next week. Also, just an announcement from Johnny Clegg's family. Johnny Clegg's family thanks everyone for the outpouring of support during their time of loss. And they've asked that donations be made to the Click Foundation through the Friends of Johnny Clegg campaign instead of sending or laying flowers. So that is the Click Foundation. It's a Click Foundation trust. Um, you can just go to um, First National Bank um, if you are interested in that. Um, so what we decided to do is just uh, also talk to someone else who's had an association with the DL Link. Um, and he's also been a, a fan um, of, of Johnny uh, Clegg. Um, so I'm really happy to – let's see if we've got Jonathan on the line. Hi, Jonathan. Hi, how's it? Oh, there you are. Wonderful. I can now hear you. That's great. So, so tell me about your, your introduction to Johnny Clegg. Well, I, I, ca- I came up from Port Elizabeth in about 1985, and the first show I ever saw was Johnny Clegg, and I think it was one of his first shows of Tavuka, oh, wow. which was at the Market Theatre in Johannesburg, mm. and uh, he blew me away. I mean, this is a guy that had transformed... Um, black culture, white culture, mm. crossed over the music, and he created his own very own genre. Mm. And um, I, 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 the, from then onwards, I became a fan. I mean, the following year, actually, I went to Montreal, and I remember going into a clothing store, and they were busy playing Johnny Clegg and uh, Jaluka. 
Wow. And I couldn't believe it. And I said, do you know this guy? And I said, of course we know him. And I think us in South Africa weren't aware how huge Johnny Clegg is still around the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, in France and Canada and everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's a huge phenomenon, create, creating his own genre. Mm-hmm. And uh, people have just followed his style since then. Mm. You're so right, Jonathan. He really did create his own genre. And I, I, I was trying to put it into words a little bit earlier, finding it difficult to, you know, growing up in apartheid South Africa and, 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 and kind of being told who you can be with and who you can't be with. And then all of a sudden this artist comes along and he merges, as you said, these, these two worlds. And he gave us an opportunity to have a glimpse of a life of these worlds merging. So, it was so yes. much more than the music. It was the Zulu. It, it was, was the dancing. It was, it was, he, 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 it's almost like he opened the door, um, for South Africa, for all of us, for all South Africans in such a, in such a beautiful way. Yes. Mm. I, 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 I mean, his music is going to last forever. I yeah. mean, it's amazing how many people have come up to me from, from my gardener. He comes from uh, Malawi to the security guard to everybody. And they're just so sorry that they've heard of his loss. Yeah. And uh, I, and I, the the interesting thing on the personal side is that when I left Port Elizabeth, I was playing in a band, and, um, and the, my drummer then was a guy by the name of Barry Fantel. And for the last like 15 years, Barry has been Johnny Clegg's drummer. Oh, really? So I've I've, I've always followed Johnny Clegg's career through Barry's through Facebook Barry. page. You know, with all the tours around the world, and how mm-hmm. successful he's been at all these trips around the world. He's, he's, he's kept the South African uh, connection with all the immigrants um, and and people that he's just won over through his phenomenal music. Yeah, just amazing. Absolutely amazing. So we also devastated by the news. It's a, it's such a big loss, not just for it's South Africa, but really for the world, for everybody. Yes, and, but I, I, I do think people have taken his style and, and are moving with it. Um, I've been involved in one or two albums um, that are producing, um, uh, including my own. I'm busy produce, producing the Jewish African album. Yes. And that consists of the style of Johnny Clegg and Mango Groove and, and that type of thing. And, and, and the other day I was just doing harmonies for an Israeli band and uh, in my studio in South Africa. And they've also got a bit of a style. And the guy said to me, he likes the Johnny Clegg harmonies. So I mean, he's, he's created his own, as yeah. I said, his own genre, mm. and um, might live forever. Mm. And that it will. That's that's so interesting. That's so interesting, Jonathan. And and tell yeah. me, in terms of you and the the DL Link, I know that you do work with the DL Link. You help them out. I know that they've been assisting a family member of yours. Yes. I'm, well, I'm I'm a great. I, I think we have a very unique society, South African Jewish society that. We care for each other, and uh, we, we care for, you know, people in need, and we even care for people that are not in need. Mm. And, uh, for example, you've got Hatsola, you've got the Kever Kedisha, and now you've got the Dio Link. And I just think it's, it's, a, it's an amazing, we have an amazing community yeah. that people don't have to worry how to get to have treatment. And uh, there's, there's a driver, someone goes there with coffee, I so I, I donate my my studio for all the all the ads. So excuse all the ads when you hear my voice all the time. But um, I, I just donate it because I know I, I have friends that that are not as fortunate as us and uh, don't belong to our community. And 
and they've been in stress, and they just don't even know where to start. Mm. And in, in, in South Africa, especially Johannesburg, if someone's in need, there is a community, there's an organization that is going to come and assist. And we take it for granted, but it's crazy. I mean, I've got a friend, his brother passed away in Durban, and he didn't even know where to start. And it took him about eight days to organize a funeral. Hmm. You know, and and you think, we just take it for granted in South Africa and Johannesburg, that within 10 minutes, someone's at your house and they've sorted everything out for you. And and I think your link is is like a family, very, very, very uh, useful organization. That, that just takes the stress out of the person. Mm. Um, you know, so it gives them more comfort and uh, it helps them on, on their way to recovery. Mm. So well put, Jonathan, really. So well put. Listen, thank you for your time. Thanks for sharing the insights uh, and, and, and the love you have for, for Jonathan Clegg, uh, Johnny Clegg, and, and l- looking forward to hearing some of your music on the show and, and, and the merging of the different cultures. It sounds really thank interesting. You, thank you. I'm, 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 I'm actually, um, we're just busy in the mixing process and um, we're going to launch it as soon as we can after the, the, this period. So hopefully in about three weeks to a month it will be launched. I'm brilliant. Can't wait. Jonathan, thank, thank you. you. Really lovely having Please. you on the show. Take care. Thanks so much. Thanks. Me too. Bye. Bye. Jonathan Byrne um, from the Jonathan Byrne Band and also owner of JB Recording Studios. Um, and I love that. And you're so right. Johnny Clear creating his own Genre. Mm, listen, I hope you've enjoyed the few little snippets, um, remembering a, a, a special South African for all South Africans. Um, I'm really hoping that we are going to be able to have a, another show where we can have his managers and some of his friends and we can really dedicate that time to him. As I said, that interview, if you want to hear more of it, um, go to Facebook, uh, go to Nikki Seberini or go to High FM and look for the podcast. We're going to take a break after the break. I'm going to be talking about this hypnotherapy that I was talking about and if you have any questions about that, if you have uh, any maybe stories to share SMS us 34519 IFM 101.9 MHz of life Oh, great. Thank you so much for staying with us. This, of course, is the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. I'm Nikki Seberini. I'm having such a wonderful time, as I said, having been away for two weeks. Um, it's great to be in your company. Hope you are enjoying the show. So we're moving over. We've spent some time talking about the wonderful Johnny Clegg with a smile on my face, with pain in my heart. Um, and that's how it'll always be when I think of him. Um, I was talking a little bit about hypnotherapy before, and I was talking about this Marissa Peer. And I'm sure you've had the opportunity to see her all over Facebook. She's a phenomenon. Um, and our next guest, as I mentioned, has studied with Marissa Peer. It's uh, Lauren Daniel. She's the owner of Lauren Daniel Alchemy. And it's all about rapid transformational therapy. I know nothing about it, and that's why Lauren is here to talk about it. Lauren, welcome. Lovely to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Nikki. Awesome to be here. My goodness, we have so much to talk about. Let's start off with what is rapid transformational therapy? So rapid transformational therapy is the latest and greatest speedy kind of therapy of really getting to the root cause of a person's issue. You know, Marissa Peer speaks about when she was studying and her greatest lecturer said to her, it's going to take you a lifetime to understand the mind. And she said, well, 
I don't have a lifetime. Yeah. I've got clients to heal. And the most incredible lady she is, she really started to understand the power of the subconscious mind mm. and getting into the subconscious mind to really understand the root cause of what is causing many of the illnesses we're experiencing today, both psychological and physical. And rapid transformational therapy literally in, in through a hypnotic state, which is not what we see on TV, which is the, the people running around cackling like chickens. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it is really just a deep relaxational kind of state and being where we get to the inside of your subconscious brain and really get to understand what are those root causes and those beliefs that are holding you back and causing issues in your life today. Wow. Wow. Okay, so this is a show, the DL Link show, we talk a lot about cancer. We mm-hmm. have cancer warriors who come on, we speak to doctors, treatments, we hear the good stories, and we hear the bad stories. Absolutely. And we've really been focusing a lot on alternate therapies and complementary therapies. And more and more people are getting involved, and really the message that we try and put across during the show is to take ownership of your own healing. To when you have this kind of diagnosis, instead of retreating in shock and horror, just, you know, pausing and knowing that this is, this is your body, uh, make the right choices, trust in the right people, but make choice. You don't have to. There's, there's choice. And also that the therapies all work together. So if you, if you're looking at a chemotherapy, you have all these complementary therapies that can go with that. Um, so you're looking at the reflexology or the acupuncture or what, what a range of treatments that we have discussed. So I'm so curious. Um, you know, we've spoken about healing as well. So I'm very curious to look at hypnotherapy and look at a, a, a disease like cancer. And have you worked with people and has Marissa worked with cancer warriors who have been able to really get to the root of, of the cause of cancer? Because it's, it's quite a difficult issue because then people would think, well, then I've caused my own illness. Absolutely, Nikki. Well, we've had phenomenal um it's phenomenal work, phenomenal kind of healing working with, with cancer patients and, and it's healing at different kinds of levels. So we work, we're in a journey with the other practitioners. Um, as you say, there's place for many different practitioners, mm. but th- the benefit of RTT is really getting to that root cause of the issue. You know, we speak about dis-ease coming from kind of stored, blocked energy resulting from undealt with feelings and issues. And the beauty of RTT is it really allows an individual to understand what is causing some of the blockages that have resulted in the suffering they're experiencing Mm, today. So really getting to the root cause of beliefs. We also, besides getting to the root cause of of the beliefs and really healing at a cellular level, which is just one part of the journey um, to healing with cancer, is we've got amazing ways of under hypnotherapy, helping them deal with things like the pain, like going through chemotherapy, um, with under dealing with, um, you know, the the life and and what you're dealing with is facing potentially um, 
other issues in your life, um, you know, kind of uh, potentially if, if it's traumatic and it's at the end and it's terminal, how to deal with coming to terms with that, mm. um, the family and how to deal with coming to terms with that on the journey. But what you said is so important, Nikki. It is, it is an individual journey. Mm. Um, you will have the people and support around you, which is so important, but it is a journey within and it's a, an awakening within. And that journey, you know, radical transformation consists of um, healing at numerous levels. So not only at the cellular and the belief level um, and really getting to the core of trauma, but also looking at things like your diet, um, really taking ownership and responsibility for that. Um, your spiritual life, um, you know, really taking understanding what do I believe in and what are my faith? What is my faith? Um, things like exercise um, connecting to your intuition. All these different aspects are so, so important. And as you say, it's, 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 it's a type of reset in your life. I, mm. I see it as an opportunity to really um, stop and reset and relook at your life. And the body we know is has an absolute innate ability to heal itself. It's certain blockages in our lives that are causing the dis-ease within our, within our body and within our energetic field. So it's a case of taking ownership and really going, okay, I'm stopping. This is the sign. I need to now take control of all aspects of my life and really just surround yourself with the best people. I'm sure you've seen the Heal documentary and, and many people who have cured themselves um, from cancer, really dealing with a spiritual advisor, dealing with alternative therapies, really getting into the core and the heart of what's been holding them back mm. um, and, and the beautiful healing that comes with that. So absolutely, RTT is incredible at, at dealing with the core issues. At, at helping people through the process to feel a lot more calmer. That's also very, very important um, because stress releases, obviously, the stress hormone, which suppresses your immune system. So we can also get you into a beautifully sta- calm state, which then assists in, obviously, boosting your immune system. So it's a multidis- multidisciplinary approach and multiple people coming together to really work on the next level of your life because it will be the next level on your life. Mm. If you work at it at a multidisciplinary level, your life will continue. So, so Lauren, how do you get to the core issues? Because obviously when you're diagnosed with a disease, um, it's far gone. You know, this is something you've been dealing with for a long time. People, people can't do it on their own. That's why they would come to someone like you. How do you get there? How do you know where to go? So, the the power of the subconscious mind is incredible. And in hypnotherapy, only really in hypnotherapy can you get into the subconscious mind um, because it allows the critical mind to relax mm-hmm. and it allows an internal focus state. So we take you into a beautiful state of hypnotherapy and have a beautiful kind of process of regression, which literally regresses you to those points in your life where certain beliefs were established and developed. And with everything in our life, it's it's not the situation or the circumstance or the instance. It's the belief and the meaning we kind of attach to that that mm. we need to deal with. Mm. So in hypnotherapy, we go into regression and the subconscious mind directs us exactly where we need to go to. Mm. Um, and then there's a little process, what we call daisy chaining where with these multiple scenes we can identify the underlying cause um, and it's kind of like a an epiphany moment for clients because suddenly it's 
you were kind of thinking it's it's one thing and the next moment it is another. For example, infertility. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes in for for unexplained infertility. And hypnosis, they're going back to scenes of um of, of their mom telling them whatever you do, whatever you do, you may not be fat. Make sure that you, you keep your weight down. And a, and a client will be going to multiple scenes about their weight and going, what has this got to do with my infertility? Right. And then there's a belief behind that, which is I may not put on weight. I may not get big no matter what the cost. And we know with obviously when you're pregnant, you put on weight. And so the mind actually blocks the body's ability to fall pregnant. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get that epiphany moment right. and it allows you to get to that root cause of that issue. And then through multiple psychological techniques, such as role, function, purpose, and intention, and through dealing with the hurter, we then deal and reframe and interrupt those original beliefs to really heal the client, to just really get into the core of that belief, shift it around to start to implant new beliefs into into the client's mind. And then we go through a process called the transformation, which is um, a recording that uh, I give to the clients because we know um, for our neural pathways to develop, it takes between 21 and the new research is 66 days to implant a new belief. Um, so personalized recording, the individual will listen to for 21 to 66 days, and that listen truly starts to shift their belief set and their mindset. And obviously with that comes transformational change and a shift in life, moving from what I call the surviving to the thriving. Would you say that people should come even if they have absolutely no issues in life? I mean, is this something that you should, you could be doing as maintenance or is it really just something to look at when, when you have a problem? You know, Nikki, I don't believe... Anybody doesn't have issues. <laughs> uh-huh. I think if you look at the, 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 the psychology, the biology of beliefs, for example, Dr. Lipton, um, we all come into this earth and we're born perfect. And with this kind of, I, I like to refer to it as, as the, a PC with no programs on it. Mm. And um, from the day we're actually in the womb, we start to develop um, the programs that are going to run our lives. And these come from everything we've experienced, from the people around us, from our personal experiences, from what we hear, etc. And this is where our beliefs start to kind of uh, are created. Um, and over time, I think everybody, everybody suffers from something. You know, some people have um, a skin condition and they think, oh, wow, it's just a skin condition. Mm. But at the root cause of that skin condition is a belief and is an issue um, that is holding you back. Um, so I do believe it is something that that can be used for everybody. But um, people who are suffering in a certain way, I think it works best with them. You can come for therapy if you've, if you've got a, if you're nervous with interviews, I can literally help you with that. Um, you can come in for rapid transformational therapy if you look, if you believe your money beliefs are not great and you've grown up in, 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 in a family with a belief system of scarcity. We can work on that and we can shift that. So I suppose that's not really a problem. That would be a benefit, mm. but it's about just taking you to that next level mm. of thriving. Thriving in life. Being proactive. That's being proactive. It. So how does it feel? Um, we talk about the hypnotic state. Uh, you mentioned the ridiculous shows that we get to see <laughs> where people are told to do silly things um, and they can't remember anything. Is, is that 
is that true? I mean, when you when you come out of a hypnotic state, can you remember it? And or do you know what's happening while you're under, so to speak? Well, Nikki, I'd love to invite you to a session, a pro bono session, so that you could experience. <laughs> Fabulous. And um, Nikki, no, that is really not what it is. And all of my clients literally come in and say to me, Sure, that is not what I expected. It is purely a deep relaxation state. So they're aware of what's 100% happening. 100% aware. And they can literally get up anytime they want to and okay. leave. I have absolutely no control over them. They're 100% in control. It's just a beautifully relaxed, deep sense of relaxation and inner awareness. Okay, great. Let's take a break. After the break, let's talk about if someone comes to you, is it just a one session? Is that good enough? Um, is it something that you have to do for the rest of your life? And is it something that someone can do on themselves? So after the break. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back to the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. Wow, isn't this interesting? Um, this idea of hypnosis, this idea of going to the root cause of all problems and shifting it in such a way that you can rapidly transform your life and hopefully rapidly transform your health. Um, we're looking at the holistic approach. So Lauren Daniel, who's the owner of Lauren Daniel Alchemy, she's a certified hypnotherapist and a rapid transformational therapist. Um, is in the studio telling us a little bit more about it. Incidentally, if you have any questions um, for Lauren, you can SMS us on 34519. So I spoke to you just before the break. I said, well, let's unpack this a little bit. Does someone just come for one session? Um, if there's a big problem, is it a few sessions? Is this something that people can do on their own? So the beauty, Nikki, is the the rapid pace at which this works. Um, many people go to therapy for years and they sit and talk about their feelings, not really getting to the root cause. But the power of this therapy um, with hypnotherapy is that it gets to the root cause very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. One session um, will literally get to the root cause. And then it's about obviously, you know, reinforcing the new belief through your hypno- through hypnotherapy and taking yourself through that through repetition over 21 to 66 days. Um, and that really, yeah, that is um, oh, that is that is pretty much how quickly um, it it. You can transform. Can happen, right? There are some um, there are some issues such as anxiety and depression, weight loss as well, mm. which have multiple layers. I speak about the, un- the the onion layers, where you've got to get belief beneath one belief and then another belief to the next to the core belief. So those kind of issues we could take between one and three, but ninety percent of the time it's it's one session. Really. That's incredible. It transforms it so quickly in such a short period of time. It really, really does. And obviously it transforms it with shifts. So, so your body starts to shift in that area of your life. And then what happens, Nikki, is when it starts to shift in one area, it starts to shift into the rest of your life. Mm. Um, and that obviously then starts to bring up other issues that need to be dealt with. For mm. example, if you're dealing with weight and issues come because of your um, dealing with your mom that was very, very difficult with you um, in, in your relationship, what then happens is you potentially, obviously that starts to spark. You start to get the confidence and obviously self-assuredness and, and so on and generate that self-love. And then that sparks certain other relationships. So it could be now you're assertive in your 
your relationship with your husband. Um, and then we deal with that. But so, so, so for a specific issue between one or three sessions, um, but multiple issues we can deal with in one individual. I'm very interested because I know Marissa Pia got breast cancer. She did. And she healed herself through, through, through multiple, uh, obviously variant uh, kind of therapies, but RTT was at the core for her. Mm. And I'm glad you said that because it's, it's, uh, once again, it's looking at a number of therapies that come together. You're not saying this only this is going to fix it. You're talking about going for the right treatment and this is great in complementing and helping with the healing. It's really going back to the self. Taking control. This is my body. I'm going to have a healing program with a whole lot of modalities, a whole lot of treatments and moving forward in a very powerful, very conscious way. Lauren, it sounds awesome. How do people get hold of you? So Nikki, I, um, they can get hold of me at my email address, which is Lauren Daniel Alchemy at iCloud.com. Wonderful. I also Lauren Daniel Alchemy on Facebook and Instagram and my, um, uh, my website will be up and running soon. Lauren Lovely, thank you for coming thank in. You, How Nikki. exciting. May you go and heal many, many oh, people awesome. and change I'm so, so many people's <laughs> lives. It's been a delight. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki. Thank you. And Wow, um, just a lovely show. Um, uh, you know, find out more about this. It, it sounds absolutely fascinating. So we were talking Johnny Clegg. This has to be my favorite, and it may very, very well be your favorite. If you are going to the memorial tomorrow, um, I do hope that it's a meaningful one. It may be sad, but also filled with lots of laughter, lots of joy, celebrating the life of an extraordinary human being. I hope that you have enjoyed the show. I've so enjoy being with you this week. From me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, do take care. Goodbye.